to the 40-year-old fat dad, and life is good, my friends. Life is good, except I do have one qualm in my life right about now. And I don't know if you guys are fans of the TV show Ozark, um, and this is a shameless plug for them, because I absolutely love the show. Justin Bateman, one of my favorite guys in the world, absolutely hilarious. I love pretty much anything he's in. Just so sarcastic. The level of sarcasm that Jason Bateman does. Good God. That's I want to be friends with you, sir. I, I enjoy Jason Bateman quite a bit. And so I watch Ozark. And very intense. Great show. And their new season came out. Of course, I swallowed it in, like in a couple days just because I can't stop. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like I want to mainline it. It's so intense. I, like, I have to watch the next episode. Staying up till 4 o'clock in the morning watching Marty Bird just <laughs> trying to save his family. You know, do the right thing. That's I'm pulling for Marty. I want Marty to win. But anytime Marty starts to win, it's like the clouds just open up and spread the cheeks and drop bombs of shit on him and his family. Um, which is, you know, which makes it, you want to keep watching. It's so good. You want to keep watching it. You want to see the struggles. You want to see them overcome. And in this season, oh my gosh, it's such a good season. But they leave you hanging. I absolutely hate it. So I don't know when season five is coming out. But now I'm just, I, I have like another year to wait, I guess. But I am not happy. Because they left it off in such a dramatic fashion. I'm not, no spoiler alerts. I'm not going to tell you what happened. But good God, man, <laughs> you're killing me. You're absolutely killing me with this. And and other people, too. But that's a whole other story. That's as close as I'm getting to spoilers. <laughs> but it is such a good show. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Uh, I just absolutely, it's eating me up on the inside. Like, I feel an emptiness now. Like, I don't know what to do with my existence. Like, I felt the same way after Breaking Bad ended. Like, what do I do with my life? I feel so empty now. I guess I'll have to be a parent. <laughs> Once again, my dad's love has returned. Don't worry, kids. <laughs> Ozark's over. I can now give you some level of attention. Not that I neglect my kids. They neglect me much more than I've ever neglected them. You know, I might as well have gone to the gas station to get cigarettes and just never came back. You know, I know that's a thing some people do. Uh, because I don't think they notice. They're on their devices all the time. I, I'm thinking about changing my name to TikTok so they might give me some attention. Um, but it is what it is. They're, they're, they're still good kids. They're just, we, there's times where I have to make them put their phone, their devices down. And I'm like, no, you're going to give your dad attention now. And I don't care what you're doing. You know, even if it's in the same room and we're all on the couch, I'll cuddle up with them. And I'm like, fine, we can watch TikToks together. Like, make it a team effort. But if you've watched the TikToks the kids watch, it's it's the stupidest shit. I'm sorry, I've tried. I tried so hard. To, like, YouTube, I worked with YouTube. We were able to find some things on YouTube that were the least tolerable. But so many of these TikToks. And when they do rapid fire, just rapid fire, garbage after garbage after garbage, shit, throw a little shit in there, and then more garbage and garbage, annoying people. Like, it's the absolute worst. I'm just glad, you know, um, we don't have to worry about people like the vegan teacher and all that. My kids are not vegan. Evie loves a good medium rare steak. And for a nine-year-old to like medium rare, 
It makes me feel I've raised her right. I'm very proud of that fact that she does that. But another f person I'm proud of is my daughter, Faith. You know, she is getting married, getting married. Which, I'm not going to allow my cynical heart and say, oh, it's a big mistake. No, I'm not going to say that. They're happily in love. They truly love each other. He makes her happy. And that's all I really want for my daughter is for her to be happy. Is he good enough for her? Probably not. But then again, nobody's good enough for my daughters. But he makes her happy. And so I will accept that. And so we are all going to fly over to the Netherlands in June. And go to the ceremony to see my little girl get married. I'm even going to give her away, which is awesome. Totally awesome. I love the fact that she wants me to. That's because technically I'm not her biological dad. I have pretty much been with her since she was the year, two years old, something like that. And so I love that she's allowing me that honor to give her away. Um, like I've tried to throw her away so many times, but <laughs> this time I actually get to do it for real. Um, that's a joke, okay? I love my daughter. I would never try to throw her away. Da, da, da. Uh, but to be able to go to another cross, another country, another continent even, I have to get a passport. Um, and that takes a little bit of work. It takes a little bit of work. I am not a fan of all of the bureaucracy, red tape, and bullshit. But for my password, passport, my password, my password, my passport, I have to get my, uh, have to have my birth certificate and me being the responsible individual that I am. Of course, I don't know where the hell that is. I'm sure it got lost in move one, two or three, maybe five. I, you know, I don't know when we lost it, but it did get lost, unfortunately. So I have to send that in. But the good news with that is that they're going to be sending me on a new one, which is awesome. However, my, uh, dad is going to be the one purchasing the flights, uh, the plane tickets, and so we can't buy the plane tickets until we all have passports. So got to get passports for all the kids, which is really great because me and the ex have to get together and go have that done. Where the concept and idea of spending any minute amount of time around my ex right now seems as repugnant as can be. As I, at this moment, do not have very high... I don't hold my ex in very high regard. I'll say that. And I'd like to say it's not personal, but it is. It's be, it's based off her choices, you know? And like I tell my kids, you make good choices, good things happen. You make bad choices, bad things happen. And evidently, her choices have not been that great. And bad things. It's been a lot of bad things. And so I don't want to be around this woman whatsoever. However, I'll make that sacrifice. I'll take the high road, do what I need to do, and go get that taken care of. And so that's one thing that makes me go, uh, just grinds my gears a little bit in this whole process. But it's for my kids. And as a father, that's what we're supposed to do. For your little girls, you'll sacrifice your whole being if need be. And in this circumstance, I'll swallow my pride and I'll just be as civil as I can and do my utmost because this moment's not about me. It's not. And I don't want to take that away from her because I am petty. I will do as much as I can to make all of this happen for her because that's the right thing to do. That's what you're supposed to do. And so I will go work with my ex to go get their passports and get that started. 
Um, I'm waiting for my passport to come first. I want to get mine, and then we, we can do it all in one punch and get this show on the road, as they say, because that processing time for the passports can be a bitch. And it's also a wonderful price tag, too. It's going to be so nice, but it's going to be worth it. It's a European vacation, you know. Yeah, I am pretty, pretty excited for that. That's going to be uh, eye-opening. I, I just hope there's not too much time in airports because ultimately I hate airports more than I do moving. The airport is the worst place. I feel it's a, it's a, it's like a shopping mall of rape. You know, there's just, as movie theater pricing on everything. No, more than that. It's more than movie theater pricing on the food. I feel like I'm buying candy in, at, at a strip, a strip bar. It's, I don't like that. And the only reason they can charge that is because you're stuck. It's extortion. So you're stuck in this middle of nowhere of some place that you've probably never been before. So we're just going to make sure we take full advantages advantage of your inconvenience. So, yeah, airports, not a fan of. You know, if I'm buying a drink in an airport, I'm going to go out of Long Island. But I don't want to get shitty on this flight, you know, because ultimately then I have to use the bathroom. And I don't want to use the bathroom. I'm not joining the Mile High Club by myself or with anyone else, quite frankly. I don't like the concept of it. Um, I'm I'm afraid that you know it'll the thing will accidentally open and there'll be snakes. I mean, of course, I just watch snakes on a plane because it's an all time classic. But also, I'm gonna go on a flight, so of course, I should have some fear that poisonous snakes are gonna jump out and shit. That's uh, <laughs> hopefully Samuel L. Jackson will be on there. I'll think no, that'll be like Final Destination. I'm like, I'm not doing it. We're off. Come on, guys, off. <laughs> We're not doing it. No, I, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope Snakes on the Plane was just fiction and does not become my reality. You know, that that's kind of the nightmare I have at this point. But with the whole passports thing, um, and my dad, he's buying the tickets, like I said. And my dad, he'll openly admit he, he's what he refers to as a nervous guy. He's like, I'm a worrier, just like Grandma was. I'm a worrier. I'm like, you are a neurotic nut who is filled with anxiety over everything. <laughs> you know, that's, and that's just honest truth. They're just like, Dad, come on, leave me be. He's like, did you get your birth certificate? Do you get your birth certificate? Do you get your birth certificate? I put it in for it. I will, like, and he calls me. And he calls me. He's like, did you get your birth certificate? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, well, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm like, then why are you calling me? Like, I will call you when I have this. There is no need to call unless you ha actually have something to say. If you have something to say and you want to talk, sure. Reach out and touch. Like, just reach out and touch someone. I'll help you out. I'll talk with you. I'm, you know, I'm all right with that. But don't call me and be like, uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Like, the phone itself is a distraction. Can't you text me? Why can't you just text me? You could have asked me. You could have just texted me. Hey, did you get that? Like, no. And that, that, the text is over. And that's, there's no need for this uncomfortable anything with a phone call. Just text. It's okay. We can communicate that way. Yeah, I know he's older and all this, and I should need to step back. And I know my frustration might be boiling over a little. But it's just like, oh, I'm just... I'm ready to have it all done. I just want it done. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to get it done. That's that's all. I I want my dad off my back, and so, 
But he's happy, though. This whole trip has really brought him out of his depression, which is a great thing, and I should appreciate all the calls I'm receiving from him. And I do on some level, and I do. But it's the repeated calls with nothing to talk about. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. And then when he does have something to talk about, it's usually some level of medical condition that creates uh, embarrassing symptoms. And I'm not going to go into details with all that, but we'll just say leakage. (laughs) Leave it at that. And I don't know what I know about anybody's leakage. And I've promised my kids when I get to that age, I will not share that type of information with them unless they ask. Like, they're like, Dad, are you leaking? I'm like, yeah, sure I am, sure I am. But I'm not going to just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is happening. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to have some, you know, restraints <laughs> when it comes about opening up to my children. It's, uh, and it, it, just like the same way I do when it uh, involves their mother or anybody else. You know, I, I don't want them to be trying to deal with things that are above their pay grade. I'm like, you're a kid. Enjoy being a kid. That's what I want from you. I want you to be happy and healthy and enjoy your life and not to worry about the shit that I do. Because you know what? Being an adult sucks. It sucks. It has its benefits. Don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed many of these benefits of prides. But the constant grind, the constant effort it takes to stay and to persevere over everything because nothing in life is easy even recording this podcast for some reason my computer decided my microphone wasn't good enough to work so i had to work around that it's just like every single thing there's a hassle it's if it's not one thing it's another that's the same for a reason there's a very good reason because there's always something always that's why the constitution didn't guarantee us happiness it's in the pursuit because you're probably not going to get there. If you do, you're not staying there. You'll have you'll have that moment. You'll have that fleeting moment of happiness. And then it'll go away. And then you have to work, 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 work. And then maybe it'll come again. And if you do it right, if you make good choices, it'll come time and time again. That's when you make those bad choices where things go awry, where bad things happen. And that's something I don't want anymore. So I'm trying to make good choices, doing my utmost. I I like good choices, and, and I'm really excited. You know, my kids are on the right path. Like Faith, she's doing her job. She's doing her internship. She's she's doing well. She's getting married, you know, mostly for green card purposes. But they do love each other, and so it's much more than that, albeit it makes her like with her getting married to him makes the whole situation a little bit easier for her and then i look at lissa and what do i say about lissa like other than wow like this kid amazes me so much she got a full ride um was provided a full ride but her response was like "Eh, nah (laughs) nah i'm not taking it and i'm like what (laughs) like this full ride she's like no we're i'm going to canada i'm going to canada and i'm studying animation and i'm like all right, follow your dreams, follow your path. Like my job, it's not my life. You know, it's not my life. And that's what a lot of parents forget. A lot of parents act like their child's life is their own. And that's the mistake. 
because you have to provide them in that that independence. If you don't provide them that independence, then they're going to depend become dependent upon you, and that's not what I want. I want a better life for my kids because I was I was you know I was a very dependent child. I was and I'm very dependent. And I'm still learning how to be independent. And that's a hard lesson to learn. So I've done my utmost to try and instill independence in the kids. Like I have them wash their own clothes. Even Evie, nine years old, washing her own clothes. And I kind of watch her and I tell her, you know, I have to tell her to take a bath and stuff, but, or a shower. And she does it. No, no, like doesn't back talk too much. She knows that's, that's not tolerable, but you know, she, I want them to be independent because ultimately I want them to be able to leave my house, leave my home and thrive in this world. And to do that, they can't be depending upon me for that. And so I think I'm doing right by them. They seem pretty, pretty all right. Pretty all right so far. Uh, you know, I don't define my success as a parent by <laughs> what they accomplish. I mean, like I said with Faith, she works at McDonald's and I'm so proud of her for that. You know, and that's awesome because ultimately that's such a great learning experience for her. It's an opportunity you know, an opportunity for her to grow. And so by her putting in that work, putting her nose to the grindstone, working a crappy job she does not want to be doing. I mean, the reason being is nobody wants to do that job. You, like, you don't end up by McDonald's and say, oh, this is my career choice. This is this was the right life choice for me. This is exactly where I wanted to be. No, nobody says that. Uh, you may even own a couple of them. You weren't planning on that. Like, when you were little, you weren't going, you know what? I'm going to own a whole bunch of McDonald's. Bullshit. I call bullshit. You weren't <laughs> at all. You weren't at all. And you know what's even better? My Bailey boy. My Bailey boy. Love this kid. Love my boy. He's getting bigger. He's almost taller than me. And he's kind of getting out of his little angsty. I'm, I'm getting him to love me a little more. To be a little softer. Because he likes to play the hard-nosed, cool, tough guy. And I'm like, get off of that. <laughs> get off of that, you cuddly little turd. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you until you break. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to tickle you. I'm going to wrestle you. And even if you don't want me to, I'm going to wrestle you. And eventually he breaks down and I make him smile. And that's, there's nothing better. He's he's become a lot better lately. And so that I'm very happy with that. I'm very happy that he's kind of finding his stride. And that makes me proud. And and I see Evie, and I can't say enough about that girl. She's silly. She's silly. She's fun. Fun. Like, so much fun. Like, I... <laughs> other, other than when she's ignoring me. Like, I've said this time and time again. She has two speeds. There's two speeds. There's either neglecting or smothering. No middle ground. I, I kind of feel bad for her upcoming boyfriends and such, even though she has one. And, yeah, they've they've had lunch multiple times, and she even gave him a hockey puck. <laughs> she gave him a hockey puck. Earlier, I thought it misunderstood that he gave her the hockey puck, but no, she gave him a hockey puck to show her affection. And who doesn't think that the hockey puck isn't the most romantic gift they've ever received? I mean, I would be. If a lady was kind enough and generous enough to provide me with a hockey puck, my goodness, how flattered I would be. I'd be like, we did it. We finally made it. Life is good. Life is good. So that's 
that's all that's going on right now. And I, I know I've, I've been lackluster in getting these out in, a, in an ordered time frame. Good news is I am going to make a doctor's appointment and I am going to get back on my meds. I'm not a crazy man, but I do have ADD, which makes it so hard for me to concentrate um, and focus and sit down and do things. Like going to the gym is so hard for me at times because I get distracted. It's something I don't want to do. I really don't, but I do. I want to feel stronger. I want to lose this fat and I want to get healthier and I want to, you know, I want to be the best dad I can be for them. And the best way I can do that is by being around as long as I can. And I'm, I'm going to do that. I want to do that. Like, I appreciate every day I have with them, and I try to instill knowledge upon them daily. Do they hear it? Maybe not. But I think they hear a lot more than I think they do. I think they do. And, and that goes for your kids, too. They definitely do. They hear you. You know, you have an effect on them. If you're like, oh, I don't like my kids, it's probably because, you know, you're, you're not worth liking either. So change yourself to change them because ultimately they're going to, whatever you provide them, they're going to be providing you. And so I am tired now. So, <laughs> and that's, that's good enough reason, right? We, we talked 20 minutes. That's fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe 20 minutes. I don't know how much of this I'm going to edit or not edit. On, but I just want to get something out to you and at least get a new podcast out. Let you know I have not died or anything of that nature. I've been just so tired. You know, I, I get, and I know you don't care, but I'm going to tell it anyway, because hopefully, like I said, this is about me just venting. And so what I do is I, I go to the gym about six 30 and I get back at seven 30 to take Evie to school. And then I go, back to the gym and do weights so the first time the first time i go and i do cardio i run or i walk i even tried jogging the other day but then my calf started hurting and then my knee and i'm like yeah this is not for me so turned it back down to a power walk and a power walk i'm comfortable with and even with the power walk a big fat pig like me i am sweating bullets i am sweating bullets because i have lost a bunch of weight but I am still, uh, I am still the forty-year-old fat dad. I'll say that much. So don't fret with that, folks. I am still the forty-year-old fat dad, and we will be back in uh, maybe later this week. Maybe no, no. Let's let's do. Let me, I don't want to lie to you. Um, so we're gonna we'll be back. We're gonna make this weekly. That's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna guarantee that for you. If I promise it, that means I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna go ahead and promise. I promise. I, Chris. The 40-year-old fat dad promised to you, my dedicated listeners, that I will be back next week. And so like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, do ratings, reviews. Feel free to check out the Facebook page. I haven't put anything on there in bunch, but go ahead, check it out. Um, also, I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's the 4040YO Fat Dad, I think it is. At, uh, let me check that here. I know that's how much I Twitter, and most of my Twitter stuff I just make snappy comments. I should start posting more stuff, but I am a forty-year-old fat dad, and I don't do much of that. This is shit. What's that? It's, uh... Yeah, my my Twitter handle is at four zero y o big d. 
So that's uh, at 40YOD as in David. And so feel free to tweet me. Um, right now, I currently have 15 followers. How about that? Who is following me? Oh, we got a... wonderful people, wonderful people. But ultimately, that's neither here nor there. But I just wanted to at least get this recorded, get this out to you, and let you know that I am around.